was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome, Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And on this episode, first, we're back. Yes, me and Moose are back. But we're going to talk about what really went down at InvestFest. Was it good? Was it bad? We're going to be talking about, of course, the new creator of the week. Talk about the top five personal branding strategies from very successful entrepreneurs. And if we were given 1K and just starting, what would we do as business owners slash content creators? Boos, hmm. how are we feeling about this episode? Hey, it's been a minute. I'm excited. Let's get to it. Let's get into this intro. Two kids from Queens, cut from a different cloth. Now joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. And of course, this episode is powered by Ecamm Live, the all-in-one number one streaming platform that not only allows you to stream on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, you name it, it could do it, but it also is amazing for pre-recorded videos, such like a podcast, such like a training video meetings. So it does transitions, it does video isolation, audio isolation, text, everything that you need, it could do it. And we're giving away 14 days for free on us if you go to www.nickyandmoose.com slash ecam that's e-c-a-m-m to get that 14 day trial moose how we feeling man i'm feeling pretty good it's 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 definitely uh, been a long minute since since we've talked that's for sure i don't know if it's just me that it feels like okay was it was back-to-back interviews yeah, three interviews. Yeah. It was three, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 It's been a long time. So um, now I'm, I'm really excited for this. I'm looking forward to it. So I'm, I'm glad we were able to work it out. And hopefully the internet gods work out with us. I know. Uh, or, I know. or on our side, I should say. Or on so, our side. So you went outside recently. You went outside. Uh, well, after for, your outside trip. Yeah. Yeah. So you went uh, to celebrate a certain person's birthday. How was that? Come on, tell us man, the deets. Man, it was a good time. Honestly, it was a good time. We got to, uh, so it was a surpri- surprise birthday party for both E, uh, E.T., Dr. Eric Thomas, uh, and Jeremy Anderson. So it was a good time, man. It felt like a family reunion. Just as everybody was coming into the event, you're starting to see all the familiar faces. And you're like, oh, damn, oh, and you're here. And, and so-and-so was here. So it was really cool to catch up with everybody. And then, of course, he walked in. Like, he turned the corner. He had his hands out like, like he knew this was a surprise. I said, oh, God, you should have at least played it off, made us feel like we, we actually did something. So, yeah. So, uh, so, but it was cool, though, man. They had a great time. Good food. Great food. And then uh, seeing E dance is always, is always hilarious and a good time. He, he really just... He turns off the world when when he's on the dance floor and, and having a good time. So it was cool, man. It was really good. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, I, I assume somebody probably just texted him. Not me. I didn't text him. I waited till midnight to text him. But uh, 
yo, I can't make it. I wish I would have dared. Somebody Mm. probably did that because I almost did. Because I was like, oh, wait, no. The the thing is like at six. Right, right, right. And I don't think he knows. So so I assume somebody probably did that. So uh, shout out out to E. Shout out to Jeremy. Happy birthday. If y'all didn't say happy birthday to them already, go do that. Go do that. It's it's their month. It's not their week. It's their mm. month. So go do that. Um, as for me, let's talk about InvestFest. Right. Catch us um, up. Yeah, catch us up. InvestFest uh, this year, over 20,000 people in the building, right? Uh, first and foremost, I went as course i spoke but i also had a booth and i was also attending all these things so is there's a lot to talk about with this right so uh Uh, which 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 way should should we go first should we go first uh let's go as the attendee first and then and then the other two so as the attendee actually let, let me let me play it like this I don't know what a lot of people expect when they go to events like this, right? The reason why I say that is I was talking to CJ and he was saying, yo, a lot of people were saying they weren't getting a lot of information. It was just the typical work hard, this, that, and the third. And that's some of the feedback that I also get with like, yo, day one was, you know, they weren't saying much, but here's my thing. I don't believe events like that is to truly get all the step-by-step situations from everybody. I do believe Mm -hmm. that events like that is more of a networking side of things than necessarily to get all the step-by-steps. You're probably looking more for like a workshop. You're looking more for like a coaching situation. To sit here and say, hey, they only have an hour and they're sharing nine out of 10 times because most of it was a panel and they're sharing the stage with multiple people. Mm. You're going to get the highlights of certain things. So as an attendee, I was I was happy with the event. I think the amount of speakers that they have and the, the quality of people that they had as far as uh, saw Mav Car- Carter, uh, Rich Paul, Tabitha Brown, Diddy, uh, who else? Uh, of course, the billionaire, Mr. Smith. Uh, there's just a lot of people. I'm not ignoring everybody. I'm just those people have like popped out of out of my head. Now, did I get to see everybody? No, because. Once again, I had a booth and I was speaker and I was getting stopped a lot. Mm. I mean, a lot. But I think one of the biggest, uh, I did see Diddy. Diddy's talk was really good. I will say that. Diddy's talk was, I do believe he's very media trained. I ain't gonna hold you. He's very media trained. So he, he narrated the story like he wanted to, and which is good, right? There are some things that uh, he put a different light to, 
And of course, there was some legal issues that he couldn't really speak on, but he he get, he still gave a little bit more insight than maybe you would hear in the regular media. And it was good to see him lay back and kind of just talk a little bit more of the business side of things. Mm-hmm. So I will say uh, Troy and Rashad did an amazing job having that kind of conversation and take it through the journey. Uh, Mav gave this uh, really dope, analogy of when it came to investing uh, a penny is an effing penny and will continue to stay a penny if you just save it like he's big on investing so mm-hmm. the thought process of always saving and saving is not earning anything extra that for some reasons stuck in my head right um who else stuck in my head uh humble Shout out to Humble. I didn't know anything about him. He is an amazing speaker, not only from his accolades of what he's done, but he is an amazing speaker. That was that was really dope. And uh, always great to see Tabitha Brown. Tabitha Brown is always giving amazing knowledge, just a pure energy. So it was, it was dope from an attendee standpoint. From uh, a speaker... And a vending thing, this is where the power of networking comes comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. So for for me, I didn't I didn't know, I, I said this last year, I still don't know how many people know me, right? Mm-hmm. And so actually stepping up to some people that I look up to or that I adore their content. I'm like, yo, I love what you do. And they're like, yo, I didn't even know you followed me. Right. Uh, shout out to Jay. Me and me and him had this really great conversation about that. It's like, uh, we come here and when, especially when it's like high caliber people, you're, you're almost, some people are like scared to not scared, but like, feel like you may be stuck up or you may not be super approachable. Mm -hmm. Right. And for me, I'm just like, I'll always, hey, love what you do. And if that sparks up a combo, great. If it doesn't, I'm okay with that. Right. I at least, you know, did what I had to do. Right. I saw, I saw Pusha T and did the same thing like at the airport. Yo, real quick, just want to say, love what you do. Oh my God. Thank you. Right. And that usually sparks conversation. So, Going there and like talking to certain people that we see online only and just having a human conversation, it it builds a deeper connection than just coming in with just, yo, how can I help you? Like, let's make let's make this transactional. For me, the networking is how do we create a relationship? Do you uh, mirror who you are online, offline. Like that's important to me when it comes to this networking. It doesn't, it's not only, all right, let me connect with this person and let's work on something together and see what we could do. It's just more like, yo, I appreciate this environment, you know, um, you know, talk, talking to, I met John Sally, you know, 
Mike, I, I met, who else did I see? Uh, of course, the people on my panel, shout out, shout out to them. Um, but just the big part was meeting some of the people in the community. Like wow. they'll show me their username and I'm like, oh, snap. What's up? How are you? I, I said, I said uh, to, to my team, I was like, we got to we got to play a game of who I know and who I don't know, because I was giving like a warm embrace to everybody who, you know, came through like, yo, my God, he's like, yo, do you know him? I was like, no, but they follow me. So it's, it's great. Right. Right. And I think for for me, it is about just that connection. Like, how are we connecting with the people that follow us? How are we connecting with the people that we follow? And making it more human than just only digital, right? Um, and then I'll, I'll even ask you with, with the with, with the e-party, like, you reconnected with some people that maybe you haven't seen in a minute or only just seen their content for a while. Like, how was... How was that for you just reconnecting? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I personally have um, really embraced the idea of, you know, we're, we're really all just humans, right? Like yep. we're a lot alike in so many different ways. And because we, we work and run in similar circles, it really, it really should be a space where you can come and be yourself. Like, especially, you know, it's one thing to be at an event with 20,000 people and you know, as much as you want to completely let your guard down, you know, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. But in an event like yesterday, probably maybe a hundred people in the room, maybe, maybe even a little less. And so, you know, it's a safe space. You can, you can really lay in the cut and not feel pressured to uh, maybe do more than you would like to in a space like that. But, you know, for me, I think it's always a great time. I'm, I'm most excited. I was most excited to talk with the people I work with on a daily basis because we live and work in a remote environment. You don't get to really sit and talk with them and, and joke with them and have an opportunity to just talk and not feel the pressure of, are we being productive? Are we focused on work? So quite honestly, you know, I don't think my relationships with, you know, obviously I would say with E, of course, it's a different scenario, but um, you know, with, with most of the other people there, I don't have a super close relationship with them like that. Like we know of each other, we might talk casually, but that's about it. But the people I work with, like, like, like what you said, the team, that's where I spent most of my time. Like I was talking with Carl. I talked with Brandon, Tyrus, Jorge, you know, and it's like, wait, but that's the people you talk to regularly anyway. Yeah. Right. But I don't see them, you know? So right, for right, me, right. that, 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 that was just like, man, it's nice to build with the people who want to build with you. So that that's that's what I got on my side. I like that. I like that. Now, uh, I will say, I, will, I, want, I do want to talk real quick about the complaints that I heard because uh, this is 20,000 people. Mm -hmm. They're not going to uh, all be happy, right? I, I was watching, I think I was watching Market Monday um, and or, or, or a clip of something and uh, Shadi was saying, like, Diddy told him that you don't look happy, right? Like, you're so caught up in the logistics. Like, people were complaining that they couldn't hear all the way in the back, right? Uh, you know, there, there was the 
once again the what people were saying they were they were expecting more i'm not sure why if you've ever gone to events i don't know especially if events with multiple speakers you're probably not going to get the information you're really really seeking for right yeah um but th there was complaints here and there and i i think overall the event was extremely good and of course you're going to have logistical problems here and there it's about well, how do you make them better down the road or even and i'm not going to hold you and i may get in trouble for this one that's cool but if i sat at the back i can't be mad about some of the the sound and the visuals that i can't necessarily see if i sat in the back right that's real. I, that, that's, real. that's just me i now granted i'm not knocking that it was a lot of people maybe you couldn't get closer Maybe you didn't, you couldn't get the VIP sold out, whatever it was, but to go online and personally attack, uh, you know, a company, a person based off your experience, I'm depending on what it is. I think that's, that's uh, I mean, like to, to each his own, to each his own, but overall, I think it was a great Great experience. Uh, I think I did my thing on stage. I ain't gonna hold you. I he I heard the 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 some of the complaints as far as yo they weren't getting anything on day one. So I made sure when I spoke they got tangible tools and everything like that. So I did my part. And if you got any value from it, uh, let me know. But I could only do my part. The rest I don't I don't know. But yeah, it was it was really, really, really good. And shout out to uh, Grind Gear. Shout out to Make Real Estate Real. Uh, you know, they had booths, too. And that was mall had a line crazy. Sierra was selling uh, all the all types of shirts. We had a line forever. Like, would I do it again? Probably. It was a good experience. It was a good experience. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, you look, you looked in your element. Um, yeah, you look, you looked in your element. Like at least the videos that I saw of you on stage, I was like, yeah, no, you could tell she's comfortable. She's letting the jokes out. She's like, yo, come on, like talk back to me. And so I was like, okay, yeah, no, she's she's in it. So uh, yeah, but shout one, out to you, that's man. That's one for, thing that I noticed. It was like they weren't really talking to the audience like that they were mm -hmm. like they were talking to the audience but they weren't like asking the audience and getting them to i can't have people look at me and not engage with them like you're gonna talk mm -hmm. back to me somehow some way and so it made it fun true. it made it fun a and, true teacher you know, at a, heart yeah yeah and i had to had yeah. disagree with some things just to have you know some some back and forth a little bit but it was dope. It was dope. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's what's up. But enough with the Invest Fest recap. Hopefully you guys go next year. Uh, but uh, before I die, because I'm still sick. So Moose say something because I'm about to die. <laughs>
She said, before I die, I thought you were going to say uh, something else, but yeah, no. Um, dang, she's really coughing up a storm over there. <laughs> I'm just, it's going to make it a little awkward and put the attention on you as you, uh, as you sip your water there. <laughs> yeah, oh no, my God. Whatever you guys Thank did. You. Hey, Thank make you sure, for still make making sure, it about me. Don't you ever die on camera again. Don't you ever die. Yeah. Next time, next time you guys go to these events, do take care of your health, though, because, you know, I do see a lot of people. Well, not a lot of people, but I, obviously seeing your experience come back after the travel and the event like, yo, I am really, really sick. It's like, uh, not a not a good well, way so to I celebrate. Don't, so so hold on, because I don't want to I don't want to blame InvestFest per se. Mm -hmm. I have been traveling every single week. For the last, what, six weeks? Four weeks. Right. And that week I had done L.A., also did Atlanta for InvestFest, then went to New York for uh, Grandma's 95th. So mm -hmm. me getting sick could be just God saying, sit down. Right. And right. you won't do it. So I'm going to make you. So I, I, I'm not going to blame. This is not me blaming InvestFest and the 20,000 people. <laughs> And, hun and hundreds and thousands of people that are hugged. Not going to do that because that's the easiest scapegoat. I'm just going to say maybe that was a way for me to sit down because now I have to sit down for a week. And that's okay. And that's okay. But let's talk about the creator of the week. And this one is still on theme talking about InvestFest. Uh, the people who is truly, I believe, is truly responsible for you understanding what InvestFest is, you seeing it, it being documented in real life, is North 13, okay? This is the media team that is ran by Jaleel and his team. Shout out to Brandon. Shout out to Sheed. Um, but their team is so amazing of what we saw like of course i had to get a, a rich paul uh clip that they did so you can hear it for those people who are doing the audio experience and watch it for those people who are doing the video experience we come from an environment where we only want to conquer we want to conquer that's why we're killing each other we want to conquer there can only be one king which allows you not to collaborate if you don't collaborate, then that means we're not communicating. If we're not communicating, then that means we're unable to build what? A community. If we don't build a community, then how are we gonna build anything generational? And when I say they have so many different clips, so many different recaps, that InvestFest is probably gonna last for something that only lasted for three days is going to last probably over a month, maybe even a year with so many things that are happening. And they do uh, real life clips at and I found out that two of them live in Virginia, so I'm going to be connecting with them there, too. But the energy and the work ethic that they put out needs to be recognized like of course shout out to to troy rashad for the vision right shout out to the whole t ashley for making the event 
actually happen. But I do believe in, I can be biased. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm good with it. Right. But I do believe the media team is the reason why millions of people know of InvestFest and saw the impact of it. And so shout out to Jaleel and his team. Um, yeah, they've been killing it for a while on the earn your leisure side, but the, this invest fest, uh, really showed how they worked as a team, how they gathered some of the best content creators and made it work. And so, uh, shout out to them. What did you, uh, what did you think of those, those clips that they've been putting out? Man, so I, I actually thought they did a really good job because so I, I didn't go to InvestFest. And so I... Which you know, everybody was, was asking, by the way. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Everybody's like, Moose didn't want to come outside today, did he? He didn't want to come outside. <laughs> oh, where's yeah, Moose? Yeah. A lot of people here, though. Shout out to everybody who listens to the podcast. Well, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, nah, I, I just watching from home... You know, it, I, I almost I was thinking about the strategy behind the way they were posting and sharing clips, because if you're watching from home, you really couldn't tell what was happening in the event. And it created a level of FOMO, like, wait, yo, so, so who's posting a snit, like a clip of what's happening? So I didn't know if that was intentional or not, but definitely it made you want to stay in tune with what was, what was going on. But then to watch the recaps, you know, at the end of each day or just the content that came out, really incredible stuff. And, and I, the one thing I realized, I'm like, man, can you imagine were there multiple stages? It seemed like there were more yeah, than one two. stage. Two. Yeah. So, so I, I was just thinking about the synergy that has to happen from a, from, you know, a, a, a media standpoint to capture both stages and then really determine what goes out. It seemed just a lot of the important moments they were on camera. So uh, it was it was good to see that. That was just my observation, at least not being at the event and still, you know, tuning in to, to social. Yeah. And I think um, I, th I think that's an important to really pay attention to that kind of strategy of one. Let's highlight the speakers right in, in their essence of them saying different uh, tips and tricks and, and that whole nine and advice because we know that's going to get shared. So being intentional with, with turning that around to get more audiences, more people to look at what's happening at InvestFest. Another strategy that I don't know if they did on purpose um, and, and sorry if I'm not politically correct with what I'm saying, but they had these two white boys that I kept mm. seeing in VIP, right? And like in all the important areas. And I was like, who are these? Because they stuck out. Because this is like yeah. 20,000 minorities and two white boys, right? So <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, and I'll find Isaiah is probably going to put them right now on, on the screen because I'll find it. But come to find out, they're like really huge food reviewers. And so uh, they did earn your leisure this time did like food trucks. Right. Mm -hmm. And so these, these two white guys would do like top five food trucks that are happening at InvestFest. So to bring their audience 
to InvestFest and then bring awareness to these food trucks, I said, now that's a different, that's a different mm-hmm. strategy. Like, mm-hmm. how are we bringing the different content creators? Because you saw, like in the vendor place, you saw a lot of the 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 little interviewers. Let me ask you, uh, you know, t- top five credit tips, top five invest oh, tips. You, you know, content. you saw, yeah. yeah, you saw like on the street kind of interviews, like everybody's been doing. That's that that has been uh, at an all time high of as far as different types of content that's being created. But like I said, those two white boys just stood out, and I'm like. But here, and they had Jazzy. You saw, uh, you know, that little girl that asked interviews to yeah. everybody that they had yeah. Jazzy. I said, oh, their strategy is different because let me get some of the top content creators that have already have an audience that have nothing necessarily to do with on investing stage. or in, yeah. anything to be on the particular stage, but let me still al- allow to leverage their audience by giving them a role some way shape or form i thought that was so so genius mm-hmm. and that I, I don't i don't think that they're going to talk about that but we're going to talk about it here because i noticed it mm-hmm. and that's very smart and i don't know if other uh other people who are going to do events are going to put that in play because that was that was good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. They, they do a great job, I mean, of nurturing relationships or just building relationships. You know, that's a core focus of what they do. You know, the other thing I thought about, too, is it would be cool for them to do a documentary. So they have the media team that's focused on the event and capturing just things in real time. Mm-hmm. But another team that's simply focused on creating a documentary of what happens behind the scenes after the event. So you ever seen you ever seen some things like uh, uh, the one that comes to mind is Tony Robbins. I'm not your guru. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had something on Netflix where it captured some of what happens in the event, but it was really more so what happens behind the scenes, the preparation, the coming together of it. So I, I know they did a, a podcast with you know with with Dave about the event or the putting together of an event. But I thought about it. I said, man, a documentary. And this is just from my perspective as someone who wasn't there, you know, you know, at some point, some of the interviews are going to air out on YouTube. And of course, there's the opportunity cost of not being able to be present, network and capture that information in real time. But a documentary for some of the business minded people who want an inside look, I can see something like that being put behind a paywall, right? And almost, and I think Taylor Swift is doing something similar. We've seen Kevin Hart do it, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift um, so, has to be doing a lot of things. She's, she's getting right, paid right. too much. <laughs> Beyonce. So, you know, it's like we've seen it happen definitely in the entertainment space. So I would I, I thought it would be pretty cool to see it happen in more of an educational realm with entrepreneurs and things like that to see what the behind the scenes look like in the coming of this giant event. So that would uh, that would be pretty cool. You know, you know, what's uh, Sorry, we're taking a long time with this this recap, but I guess I have a lot more to say than I thought. Um, mm-hmm. So in the vent, I never put, um, what's it, importance. I, I'll say that. I never put importance to booths, right? I never put importance mm-hmm. to booths. But this, and and leave it to, to minorities to show out in a different way. 
right? Mm-hmm. But there were some booths that was super impressive. I don't know really? if you saw. Shout out to uh, Miss Business. She had a yeah, whole game, game show, show, right? Right. I saw that. Yeah. Diddy was there doing the game show. Like she was like, oh no, nah. like it's it's a legit competition. I didn't know it was a legit competition. Like it's mm-hmm. a legit. Connie, shout out to Connie S. Falls, a uh, 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 guest of the, a friend of the show, of course, and a guest, a former guest. She had like a, a re- recreation of the beach mm. and sold nothing. Like the, the booths that really sold, like showed out didn't sell a single thing. Like Miss mm. Business was doing a game show. Connie was like, come chill in the cabana with me and... Feel what life would be if you had systems. Genius. She sold a lifestyle. I love it. I love right. it. That's it brilliant. Was, Terika had a house. Mm-hmm. T- shout out another guest. Shout out. Shout out shout to Terika. Yeah, that 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 clip went crazy online that she posted. Right. And she, she said that with some. I think it was some some big time uh, investors on, on stage to real estate developers. So to see her talk her talk, like, it's like, oh, I know you got a couple hundred or maybe a billion right there, but let me just tell you my testimony real quick. So that oh. was powerful. No, Terika did her thing. She was a little bit nervous. I don't know why. terika has been killing it lately, but her, the, like her house, like it was a red house, Monopoly floors, you know, and, and, and of course this is pretty much all done by the same person. Shout out to Ty who did our booth, who did Connie's booth, I think did Miss Business, did Tarek, like all these really dope wow. ones. She had a, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, a, a boxing ring for her own, just cause mm. she had a boxing, she had uh, Birdo, shout out to, shout out to the champ, uh, Birdo in, in, in her booth. It was just really dope to see like, uh, now me understanding that if you are trying same way with content, right? Where like you don't sell to sell. And mm-hmm. I think that's what mm-hmm. they did right there is we didn't sell the product. I, I look at Connie specifically where she had everything was inviting. She had champagne, like a like a, a bar set up. The, the cabana, the, the, the couches, uh, the beach balls and everything like that. And it was selling you, not even selling you, having you experience what the life you should have in a very busy world because the vendor place was very busy, very loud, um, a lot of people. So it, it actually embodied what the real world would be. And you're just chilling and that's how you're supposed to be. I don't know if she put that much thought into it. Because mm. I realize I, I make people smarter the way I explain things. But um, the way that she sold a lifestyle that makes you do. Okay, wait, what do you do? This is what happens. As if I was to have systems in my life, what do I have to do? You know what I mean? Miss Business with the game show she always added her stuff in it so like you we're gonna ask a tax question we're gonna ask like a Mm -hmm. business entity question you know but then we're gonna ask random questions to make it super entertaining and it's like 
So we have to master selling without selling in everything. Yeah. That opened my eyes like, oh, if or when we do it next year, oh, we're not, what are we doing? Creating content. Yeah. Pull up to the booth and create content. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. Already. Because even, uh, because with the booth, and mind you, booths ain't cheap. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's, I don't, I'm not going to get into super detail, but there's already a fee to get that space. And then there's a fee to build it. And then there's a fee to all the things that you need. It's a lot. It's not, it's not what you think. It's so not what you think. But Do you guys get to keep it? Are you, are you keeping? No. Ooh, no. Did you no. just say no? No. Oh. No. We kept like a certain, certain parts. But that whole set, so for those people who didn't uh, see it, and Isaiah probably put it on the video, so we had two booths. We had uh, Deeper Than the Brand, and we had Powered by Deeper Than the Brand. It's important to me that the community always comes. So one side, literally steps. So when I'm there, you get to sit on the steps, you get to ask me whatever. Uh, It was a really cool vibe. It was like, come through, chill, let's have a conversation. On the other side was Powered by Deeper Than the Brand, and that's where... Uh, some of our top students sold their stuff. No fees, no, like they didn't give us a percentage, anything like that. It was highlighting them. And so we had top tier lids, which is CJ. And we had uh, Black is the Brand, which is Aaron. And they did amazing. One, that of course, had the hats. The other one had hoodies and shirts. So it showed the power collaboration there because these are two different mm. brands who right. never worked with each other now trying to bring in the audience, trying to, um, you know, sell each other's stuff. It was really cool to see, but, um, j- just one, no, we don't keep every, we don't keep everything, but two, the, when you invest in something like that, how it stands out. And the location was very, very key. So we were at the entertainment hub, like right there. So when everybody would go to the DJ and there was a podcast stage, there was another stage, a podcast stage. Uh, shout out to B. Simone. She, did, she killed it on the podcast stage, finesse. Um, but when that audience was there, boom, we got the traffic. When I was done speaking, boom, they knew exactly where to go. And it would bring traffic mm-hmm. to powered by deeper than the brand as well. It was like I said, the 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 vending thing, this was the first time me doing it. Um, it was really great for brand awareness. Really great for brand awareness. And now that I see how other people do it, oh, it's about the experience that you give people because everybody's trying to sell something. So how do you right, stand right. out? In the midst of everybody selling something, I didn't understand that. And I'm like, got it. Understood now. Yeah. Create a memorable experience with them. Let them know you for the thing that you do so that forget the event. Everyone is, you know, pressed for time and money, really. I mean, if you're already invested in the event, you know what I'm saying? So that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Really dope. All right, all right. Now I'm done. Now I'm done. Now I'm done. Let's get let's get into. <laughs> <I'm done for> <laughs> <real>. <laughs> let's get 
<laughs> my bad. Let's, let's get into some some things. Let's get into something. So wanted to do something different, right? Um, instead of us doing here's one clip and two clips and let's break it all the way down. Let's find five of the top uh, successful entrepreneurs and their personal branding strategy. So we have five personal branding strategies that we're going to show. We're going to break down real quick um, just so we can get everything from mindset to very tangible what to create to owning your voice to understanding that your perspective and the way you say things matter, right? So we're going to start it off with, uh, of course, Gary V with his personal brand strategies and we'll break it down right after. None of you have a chance of succeeding in the biggest opportunity you have, which is building your own brand and leveraging that against your ambitions, if you don't have the macro pieces in place. The macro pieces in place are strictly mindset. There's no chance you're gonna work hard enough, produce good enough content, or anything else that's required to achieve what you want, unless you're in a good place. It's no different than building a home. The things you all sell, it doesn't matter how well you decorate the living room or how nice the color of the paint is, in the master bedroom if you do not have steel and concrete that holds up the building. Come on, foundation. All right, most mindset. That's that's, that's your vibe. That's your vibe. What what an analogy. Yeah, no, you know, there's, um, and I really didn't want to talk about this, but it's, I guess it is so entertaining to some extent. Not, Not how what I'm about to say has ended or what's currently happening now, but the way this person has navigated the online space or the digital space or the content space for so long now, it's difficult to ignore, especially if, you know, you, you have some common, uh, I wouldn't say interest, but you know, you come from a similar place. So there's a guy on uh, Twitch right now. Uh, he goes by the name of Fusi, and mm. he's done this, cra- he went on this crazy streak in the last couple of months I think probably a month and a half or so where he was uh, streaming for 24 hours straight. And he was just all day, all day, every day he was taking people on with him. And so he got the attention of Aiden, Aiden Ross and kick. And there were talks of this huge deal, $15 million. And they said $77 million. And it was just bananas. Right. But it was really entertaining. Now, whether or not you agree with his lifestyle and what he did, at the end of the day, it captured people's attention. Now, I've known about Fusi's content probably over a decade, 10, 12 years ago, when he first got on, yeah, when he first got on YouTube and he was doing uh, vlogs and just regular videos about a Middle Eastern mom, um, you know, like raising her son in America. Now, of course, that's literally my experience. And so I remember me and my younger cousins would you know, find so much, uh, just like common jokes and, and, and experiences in that, because that was literally what it was like for us seeing a mom, you know, from the middle East come here. And then we're also now getting Americanized. So it was just really great content, very enter- entertaining. But what I'm saying is it ends with him having a breakdown. He gets arrested and now he's, I believe at a hospital and, you know, Aiden Ross came out and said, yo, the deal is gone. And so 
All of that to say, you have to take care of you first, because even if you do get the success that you're aspiring to get to, you can lose it in a blink of an eye if it's not built on a solid foundation. So that's, that's just immediately what comes to mind, man. And, and shout out to those people who are willing to sacrifice and, and go you know, beyond any and everything and everyone to get to the things that they want. But I do think that as boring as it may seem to some or whatever it may seem to others, at the end of the day, everyone gets to a point where they realize what really matters in life. And you're like, yo, hold up. I think I might've done this out of order. And so if someone's on the fence about this concept right now, and you're considering like, yo, should I invest in my, you know, my mindset or my mental health or just my overall well-being or the development and the growth of where I want to be, I'm telling you, it may feel like a tremendous sacrifice, but you will not, you will not regret it, you know, come years down the line that you you built yourself, you positioned yourself correctly so that you don't make giant strides towards where you want to be, then you mess up and you have to lose it all and build again. And so this, is, this might be, you know, this guy's second or third time building it and losing it all. So, you know, after a while, it, it makes you wonder like, yo, what's the mindset? What's, what's the status of the mind when it comes to things like that? So of course, you know, prayers to everyone who's dealing with a tough situation, because I know it's never easy and, and we all have difficult things that we're going through. But I got to say, you know, this I, I know it gets cheesy after a while. I get bored of talking about mindset and, and I'm a mindset junkie. I'd be like, man, I need to do something different. But at the end of the day, yo, it's like you never realize how important it is until it's, you're in desperate need of it or like you're in shambles. And you're like, man, I can't see myself out of, you know, a, a two foot hallway if I needed to. So it's, uh, it's, it's real. Facts. Let's get into this uh, second one with uh, Neil Patel uh, about video content. SEO is great, but if you really want to build a personal brand, it's social media first. And it's video content specifically. You need video content on LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Just take the same video content, publish it everywhere. Even on Snap. You yeah. could be like, I barely any of my audiences on Snap. Someone may see it. It's better than nothing. You already yeah. created the content. It yeah. doesn't cost you much more to publish it again on another social channel. And that's simple too. Just put it everywhere. Yep. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be high quality production. Just bust out your phone, hit the record button, put it up. And I think that part, there's two parts that he said to that, but let's go with the second one where, you know, it really doesn't have to be the high production for us to be successful with our personal brands. Like organic content, us just grabbing our phone is starting to be really popular because it's more of a connection. I feel more relatable you grabbing your phone, you giving me a quick message, you showing me your life, you being some type of entertainment or motivation in some way, shape or form that I, I could, I could feel like I could share that way more than you literally setting up everything and then hitting record, you know? So, it, but that doesn't mean not to do the high, high production either. Right. But of course the, the first part that he said, which is, you know, the publish it, like make it and publish it everywhere. Right now we're in a era where short form content is acceptable everywhere. And so we could put something up on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, shorts, uh, 
Threads, Twitter, X, LinkedIn. We could put it all the same thing and get not necessarily get the same impact, but there is going to some be somebody who is going to be impacted or see it that maybe wouldn't have seen it if you just only posted on one thing before the big strategy was give each uh, each platform a different experience. And I do believe that there does need to be a little bit of that to truly see success on that particular platform, right? We normally concentrate on one and then repurpose on others. So, but if you're trying to dominate on different platforms, there does have to be a point where you have to understand what that particular platform wants instead of uh, a rinse and repeat situation. But if we can master short form video, right? Mr. B said this in a, in a recent episode, if we can master uh, short form video, we can kill it on all social media platforms at this moment. So getting comfortable with video creation, and that doesn't necessarily always mean being in front of the camera, but your voice does need to be heard. Your message does need to be heard. Your style and your vibe does need to be seen and heard. So figure out a way in your creative level to showcase who you are and your interest and your genius through video. And I think that would be really, really dope for you and really, really beneficial for uh, your personal brand. Now, let's go into Chris Jenner. It occurred to us, and we had a family meeting about it, actually, to really decide consciously to just be ourselves and let it all flow the way that it was meant to. And that served us really well because when it came time for us to watch the show back, and make any notes or edits or anything like that because we had editing rights, we could have changed a lot. And we decided, which was the best decision I ever made, to not change anything. Yeah, um, so you, you might, people might hate her, uh, love her, or I, I don't know, people might have mixed opinions on her, I'll say that. But you can't uh, also overlook this lady's intelligence, right? Even just to the simple detail of we had editing rights, mm -hmm. right? Not many people, not many people can control their content when you work with big networks, you know, similar to what they have for keeping up with the Kardashians. So even something as simple as that, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta highlight that because that that is very important. That's the reason why I think social media and content online is so has blown up the way it has because. This is something you can control. You have complete control over it. But to that same point, the parts that you try to hide the most, those are the most impactful pieces that people actually want to see. Now, I'm not saying put your business out on front street and embarrass yourself or try to create a, a reality TV show within your content, but it's typically the things that you try to hide that most people find very relatable. And so there, there's so much power in finally finding the courage or just having that conversation with you. Like, what is it about you that, that knows that you're experiencing the things that you're experiencing, but for some 
it's like it's like it's okay for you to experience to experience the things that you're experiencing, but you don't want no one to experience or to know that you're going through them. So I get it. I'm and I'm and this coming from a private you person. Say, but go through the experience of what you're experiencing, but then you don't want people to experience it with you. I was like, how many yeah, experiences are you going to say? That was that, that was that was a that was a lot of experiences in one short <laughs> phrase, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I'm just saying like, even at the event yesterday, everyone was, was saying like, uh, Tiff, Tiff came up and she said, man, thank you for allowing us to go on that trip to Egypt with you because you normally would never share something like that. And you did. And th- there was a lot that we can relate to in that experience. Mm. And so, and so th- that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, Hey, you got to ask yourself, like now granted that, that was, maybe a high for me. And so it was easier to share than, than something else. But as you could see, or, or during that time, I held nothing back, you know, like my daughter, my wife, everyone was in the content with me. So I think at some point it's, it's those things that we normally would want to hide because for whatever reason, but you're a private person, you just don't want to, you're unsure. Like, man, some of those experiences are incredibly relatable for, for a lot of people who are watching you. So good. So good. Let's get to the uh, next one, which is Vanessa Lou. Now, the second category of content is really inspirational, and it's really meant to build up your personal brand and have your audience feel more connected to you. So the three content pillars that are under this category is creating content around things that will inspire your audience. It's also about creating content that will give fun facts or stories about you as a personal brand. And then the third content pillar is really about shifting people's beliefs, really making them feel more confident or changing their opinion on something so that you can get them on your side. These are the different types of content pieces that can bring your audience closer to you. Now, I love this because we have to show ourselves some way, shape or form. And here, This is a way to get a deeper connection with our audience. And so when she said, yo, show something that will inspire them. Right. And then and some people sometimes feel like that's a flex. Right. Like we see it with rappers. They show the cars. They show the cash. But really, and Meek Mill is one of those people who you will always put this is for motivational purposes only when he shows like his cars and things like that. Right. That. For people who have his same same background to see things like that is possible is great for for her. Uh, what she showed for those people who are listening, she showed like the the million. I think either the hundred k or the million subscriber plaque from YouTube. That's inspiration for for people who are content creators who want to get to that status, right? Something as as simple as maybe a certification, right? Something as far as maybe a, a new travel location. That's something that can inspire your audience. If you went to Comfort Plus and you were sitting in row 36 before, that can mm-hmm. be an inspiration. You feel me? Like these different types of, of content is not a flex but is specifically for your audience. And for those people who think that it's a flex, they're not your audience. Then, you know, like fun facts and stories about you, you know, to get people to know a little bit more about you. Now, clearly it's boundaries of what you want to give. You don't want to show too, too much if you're not that 
that type, but you do understand that as a personal brand, we want to get to know you a little bit more. So what are some of your hobbies? What are some fun facts? What kind of stories do you have? You know, and this is where storytelling comes into play. If you, if you want to go do that, or you could do literally do uh, like a, a quote of some sort or a notepad that writes down four things, like things you may not have known, like, and, and that's fine because that's, purely for your audience, right? And then mindset shift is huge for your audience because to get to your level, to get to the level that is going to be transformational for them, they have to shift how they are at the, at that moment. And you are just expressing some of the things that has helped you, some of the myths that that you debunked in your life. And so- Building these different types of content, like she said, is going to get your audience more closer to you, but also really show what has made you into the brand that you are from an inspiring standpoint, from a more personal standpoint, and then from a mindset shift standpoint. I think these are things that everybody would definitely need. And now for the last one is done by... What's his name? Ryan Serhant. Sir, is that him? Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Let's go. The real estate guy. The real estate guy. Talking to a really big newscaster once. He's like, do you understand? My job isn't to tell the news. People have the internet. They've got newspapers. They don't watch me to learn the news. They watch me to hear the news in my voice. They want to see my face telling them the news because it makes it easier and it makes it personable and it's much more relatable. So even if you're going out there, like Adrian said, you're not reinventing wheel, you're giving them the same real estate information they could get anywhere else, they're now getting it through your voice, right? Through Brian's voice. And they're getting it with your perspective and your mannerisms and your, you know, your voice, tonal inflections, and they're saying, ah, well, he's like me. That's interesting. I didn't know that before. When did you get that people wanted to hear some of the same information but from your voice, Moose. Hmm. Man, I I don't know if I uh, if there's this particular moment that stands out, but I I knew the the process of finding my voice was one that I, I highlight a lot. Like I've I've recently gone back on some of my YouTube unlisted content. You know, like the stuff that you're like, man, this stuff is so trash. <laughs> it's like from seven eight years ago, and but I could just see how much I've grown. And the, just the ability to find your voice and share what you have to say and know that it matters. And I think that's, that's the most important piece, Nick. It's like, yo, your preference, your perspective really is super important in when it comes to content or, or really just anything as it relates to both your business and your brand. And so if you mute that, there's no, you, you take a lot of the, the uniqueness away from what you have to offer. So I, I know I know finding the voice was something that was a big piece because it's easy to get almost sucked into what you see as success that you lose sight of your own sound, especially if you haven't had a formula that's been working for you yet. Mm. And, and I, I'll I'll just state this: the I don't think any voice is wrong, right? So I don't want people to think like, well, it has to be a certain kind of way, like people will watch and listen to you for the way that you say it and the way you do it. So 
you can, even with this podcast, we're saying the same things. We right. literally show the videos of the same thing, but we break it down in our perspective and you guys listen and we appreciate that. So find your voice and share with the world uh, your perspective because that's what is needed. Those are the top five personal branding strategies from successful entrepreneurs and which Strategy are you going to execute on right now? Let us know uh, in the in the comments, in the chat, uh, email us, however you want to go about it, which one really resonated with you. And so we know that this was helpful. I mean, we know that this was helpful. I got a fun question before we go. Fun question before we go. Right. Moose. If you were given. A thousand dollars, you start brand over like you don't have anything. You don't have none of your businesses, none of the equity deals, nothing. I'm telling you, it's all the business. My bad. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So so everybody real quick. Right, right, right. right. Nothing. Right. Um, And you have. You have a thousand dollars in a dream, not even a dollar in a dream. Shout out to J. Cole. A thousand dollars in a dream. What would you do? But I have the knowledge and experience. Mm. Like I already I have. Take that away. I should really take that away. Oh, uh, dang, because I was going to say that that changes things. You but... have the knowledge, you don't have the experience. Mm. Okay, cool. Well, in that case, I. I, uh, I'm going to start by taking the flight assessment. Flightassessment.com. Hello. Go ahead. It's like, let me just go ahead and, um, no, but, but honestly, so I how, do much, think how much having, is that? We got to, we got to tally things up. Come on. Okay. You, so that's, so I don't that's want more, you to spurt things out. And then people yeah. are like, well, it re- that really cost $3,000 later. No, no, no. That's fair. That's fair. No, that's, that's a buck 47. So, okay. so 147 on that. Um, and, and really the reason for it is because I, I want, I want an honest evaluation of, you know, my strengths and my limitations and what I could build off. Now from that, I would discover that, man, listen, anything graphic design wise, that's not your lane. So go ahead and invest in a logo and either a logo opener, um, or maybe no, not a logo opener, but maybe some templates to lay your content on. Um, So, so, okay. So are you getting a logo and, and, and templates? Yeah. So you're getting a logo. Are you getting a graphic designer? Or are you going to Fiverr or Upwork or one of those things? No, I'm, I'm going to do a graphic designer because, you know, because oh, you the have end knowledge day, now. You still have knowledge. That's why. right. 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 <laughs> I have the knowledge. Yeah. And it's like, you still want to position yourself. So that was you know, logos like 500, 700. <sighs> Yeah, it's gonna be up there. Hopefully, I'm not. I'm not spending no more than three fifty because I'm just starting off, so oh, I probably won't be able to okay. work. Okay, all right, three fifty. Yeah, you know, I'm not working with the best of the best, but it's like, man, it's a good place for me so to we got, start. We got flight assessment. Is you said one forty nine? Yeah, one one forty nine. Yeah, we got three fifty for a logo. Now templates. There, right? Are you are you doing Canva? Are you doing separate templates like from 
uh, creative market and like collecting those? Are you just going to the same graphic designer? No, saying, same, me- same graphic. Like, I'm, I'm going to say, hey, this is what I need. So hopefully mm, you can give so me what, this. What's, what's just that a couple. Like? You know, give me, give me like? a couple. I, I mean, you know, I don't know. It, I, it, uh, maybe uh, under a hundred bucks for like mm, one or two of those. Just so I get a couple. We're at five ninety nine. We're at five ninety yeah. nine. Now I'm gonna be honest. Uh, from there, I'm probably and and shout out to to um, you know the the folks from the Black Bread Co who told us about the Shopify store and 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 having some free memberships there. But I'm definitely gonna get me gonna get me a site that I could put my product or service on for free in the beginning, and then I'm investing the rest of money into some form of ads, whether that be, you know, uh, maybe half on. Okay. So that's, on. so let's start for free and enjoy a, right now with Shopify, start for free and then enjoy a dollar a month for three months. That's it. That's, that's the way. So we're that's still at $5.99 because we started for free. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough to give me a, a, a nice little runway that I can generate some form of profit and start, you know, making my way over the thousand. But I would know I would literally start there so that I have something to house the products or services that I'm trying to bring to the marketplace. And then the remainder of the money is going to be either split between uh paying or compensating an influencer to do some form of ad for me, you know, sharing my stuff on their page or just run, running organic ads. Um, I've, I've been interested in Amazon ads. Surprisingly, apparently that's something that's, that's on the rise as of late. So maybe not so much Facebook and Instagram ads, but Amazon and YouTube ads is, is probably where I'm going to go. Mm, okay. All right. So pretty much five ninety nine of you physically getting stuff and then the rest is going to be ads of some sort, whether influencer marketing or yeah. other paid ads. Okay. All right. All right. And I'm going to go, uh, speaking as a, a content creator, right? As a content creator. So, um, I'm gonna start with what I have, which is my phone. So that's free 99. Well, not free 99. I already paid for it. So I'm not going to count for that, but that's clearly not free 99. I'm gonna go with a tripod right? Tripod is probably about, let's say 30, 35, we'll say high end 35, right? Um, I'm gonna go with a ring light, right? So that's like 40. So we're at 75. Look, I'm starting off cheap for y'all. Starting off cheap for you. Now I do believe uh, as a content creator, we do need to invest in mics, right? So whether we go with the Rode, uh, there's this new one. It's like Rode Wireless Me. That's 149. Or do the DJI uh, mics, but they come with two of them. One comes with one. The other one comes with two. So if you want to go do those interviews, uh, like out in the street, like people have been doing, you may want to do the DJI one. So that's, I'm going to start with like, that's 329, right? 329. Boom. And then I'll say, what else? Uh, the Adobe Suite, right? You can do CapCut. I'm not knocking. You can do CapCut, can do all that. Um, I believe in the Adobe Suite because it has uh, Premiere, it has Photoshop, it has After Effects, it has all the things that I'm going to need. So uh, I don't have the experience, but I have the knowledge. Remember, it's 
$1,000 knowledge, no experience. So I may not know what to do with these things, but I know where to go to learn these things. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with that. So that's like $54.99 a month. Right. Um, and then I'm going to go with Notion because I need to organize my ideas. I need mm. to store, not store, but, oh, Dropbox. Okay, hold on. I didn't think about that. Mm, right? That's important. I didn't even think about, hold on. Now I got to look up Dropbox, right? But Notion is about $8. So I would go with that for the organization of my ideas, my content, content calendar, uh, communication. If I have, uh, when I get a team, it's all, it's all in there, right? Dropbox or Google drive, uh, to store my content. Dropbox is, I don't know how much Dropbox is. I'm about to look it up right now. I think it's like one of the first tiers, probably 1999, I imagine. Is it? It should. I think so. It yeah. should. Right? Um, pick up, find your plan. Just give me, I love how these these things are here we go. Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine a month. Okay. So we'll we'll do or eleven ninety nine if you don't want to do the year one, which we don't because we only have a thousand dollars right now. So we'll do eleven ninety nine for that. Uh I'm going to get ChatGPT plus, right? Uh, because that is going to be my brainstorming buddy for my content, my content ideas, video scripts. Uh, storytelling. So ChatGPT plus that's 20. Uh, from a, if I'm going to go YouTube status, I'm going to invest in vidIQ and TubeBuddy. That's a hundred, right? Uh, that, that's not a hundred each. That's like 50 each. So a hundred and good Wi-Fi. Mm. That's you like, got- a hundred, right? So I'm still, I'm still kind of a little under the rest. I'll, I'll invest in, uh, deeper than the brand, uh, shout out to deeper than the brand.com and I'll get the five course, uh, content bundle and the AI toolkit and, uh, save whatever else I have for miscellaneous stuff, uh, that I may need. So. Fair enough. I like it. I like it. A lot of things. Spoken like a true creator. You stretch that thousand. That's for oh, sure. Oh, come on. You stretch it. Come on. <laughs> we have to. We have yeah, to stretch no, that. Real. It has that's to. Real. So, like, if I wanted, that's why I said I gave the two mics. If I really wanted to stretch it, I, I would mm-hmm. get the 149. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, I wouldn't go straight to interviews just yet, but I gave people different uh, options. Good we options. make it work. But, that was fun. What would you guys do with a thousand dollars off top? You know, uh, and you know what? Best answer. Let's 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 do something crazy. Let's do something crazy. Mm. Let's do something crazy. All right. Oh. If you go, if you because this is the end of the the interview. Right, the interview. I mean, we've been interviewing so much. Uh, right. In the episode. Right. Ev- ev- episode. If you go to our YouTube, uh, our YouTube channel, right? And under this particular episode, every episode comes out Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. 
right? So if you go to the video experience of this, whether you're listening to this right now or you're watching this, best uh, breakdown of a thousand, right? A thousand, whether you're a business owner, you're just starting your business or a content creator, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cash app you half of that. We'll give you the five. We'll give you the five. Hello. Come on. Wow. We'll give you the five. All right. What a giveaway. Come on. Let's do, we, we, never, we ain't never do a real dope giveaway on never. the podcast. Uh, but I think this will the help and bless people, especially those who may be beginning or may just be stuck. Uh, you know, we we about to hit. What, what quarter are we about to hit? We, we're hitting so many quarters. No, what? well, actually, no. In October marks the beginning of the fourth quarter. Right. Um, September is just an interesting month. You know, it, it no, kind of no, feels that, like that transition it, month. It's that transition yeah. month, but we're going to yeah. go into fourth quarter. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Though. I always say September is the start of the fourth quarter because yeah. the holidays, it's like, yo, that don't count. You might as well just make so this, this is your the fourth prep quarter right of now. Of the fourth yeah. quarter. So allow us to help you prep for the fourth quarter. So the best answer for the, uh, and we're going to, we're going to do polls on it. So it's not going to be us. <laughs> so we're not biased. So what mm -hmm. we're going to do, we're going to collect it and then we're going to bring it to y'all of the best ones through uh, our Instagram and our threads. So we're going to find it. We're going to put it out on Instagram. It's going to be a vibe. So that'd be dope. What you think about that, Moose? Hey, um, I, I got to agree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At this point, it's just, I agree. I concur. <laughs> I'm in agreement with this. <laughs> It's going to be dope. It's going to be great. Uh, shout out to those people who have listened to the end. Of course, <clears throat> go check out Ecamm. Go check out the flight assessment. Go check out uh, Deeper Than the Brand. If you notice, we're mastering selling without selling. We did the flight assessment oh. and Deeper Than the Brand. Right. <laughs> Inside. Yeah. Of, like, you know what I mean? Like, we, we, we. We, like we noticed what we said earlier and we practiced what we preach right afterwards. I don't know if y'all noticed that, but uh, this is a great episode. Thank you, Moose, for the amazing convo, as always. Uh, follow us everywhere at Nikki and Moose. Check out Creator Av. We will be coming back with the lives in October. I'm going to stop. Uh, stop traveling. Pr praise God. We got two more tour dates. Dallas and Philly. So if you rock with trap, uh, go check those out. Moose, do you have anything coming up in September? Uh, we have a, no, not in September. We have an event in October, but it's uh, to community members only. Boo. So shout How out. could they get into <laughs> community? Uh, extreme Execution, man. Extreme Execution is the way to go. So shout out to uh, all of our Extreme Execution members. We got a How nice- How do they get into Extreme Execution? So, so right now, um, you know, society course, out here, right, right. And I feel like that's definitely always the wave I've been on. So y'all got to forgive me for that. But no, right now, I mean, the, you have two paths. Of course, we have some products that are coming out, brand new products that are coming out for the flight assessment. Just if you're someone who's interested in growing personally or professionally, you'll have some things to partake in there. And then for those of you who want to add the flight assessment tool, as part of your tool belt for your coaching and consulting business, then you can go down the certification route. We're doing more of those probably like two or three a year. So uh, I don't know when our next one is, but it's soon. It's, it should be coming up. Yeah. I'll announce the dates on here for sure when we lie something in though. 
facts. And this is this is for Isaiah purposes only. Uh, Isaiah, let them know we giving out cash this episode. <laughs> so, Moose, final words. Yeah, no final words this week, man. I just want to give you your flowers. I'm so proud of everything that you're doing and continue to do year over year, year over year. You continue to grow. And um, I think the best part about it is you're doing it being who you really are. And that's what's up, man. I'm proud of you. Hey.